0: Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Penelope podcast. As I press record, I realise that I haven't done an angel card pull in so long, and I'm not going to do one this episode. But I'm going to tell you why. I right now am using my ottoman and three pillows as a tripod. If you're watching this now on YouTube, it's like perfectly positioned. My microphone, I've changed it in the way that it's hanging and everything. But for those listening, like you can't even tell from YouTube, but basically it is very hard to move (laughs) where I am right now. So Angel Cards next episode, I promise you in saying that, is everyone feeling the collective energy right now? There is an eclipse on Friday. I'm not going to pretend to be some type of expert, but there you can look it up on TikTok. There are experts up there, YouTube. I've been doing a lot of research because I've just been feeling like I, it's it's a really, really strange feeling. I have been feeling like this renewed sense of self, but also at the same time, really flat. I don't know if anyone else can relate. So it's it's weird because I'm like energetic and motivated and want to get shit done. But on the other hand, I'm like, I could sleep for a few months. So definitely I've been speaking to a few of my friends, they're feeling it as well. And what else is happening? Let's do a bit of a live update before we go into today's episode. It is October 11th. And what have I been up to? Not a whole lot. Actually, that's a lie. I have recently invested in a brand new coach, just a coach that I've actually had my eyes on for like four years. And I wanted to be at a capacity there was a certain level I wanted to get at to invest in this coach. It was always my like vision to invest in this coach as a five figure investment. And I've started, um, this was the second week. So I've been working a lot behind the scenes on specific things to do with my business and where I want to take it. I finalized my product suite for 2024, which I'm so, so excited about in saying that enrollment as of when this is released you are still able to enroll in the Confidence Collective. We start in a couple of weeks. Enrollment closes next Tuesday. There are still the bonuses available. So the logistics of the Confidence Collective, it's three weeks. It's three weekly calls. You get group Voxer support. This is where you get to be, yes, supported, but celebrated. You get to brainstorm. You use it in the week between calls. It's amazing, if I do say so myself. You get a whole hub of resources and video trainings that are specific frameworks when it comes to self trust, self confidence, and also dissolving your fear. So if you have a fear of judgment, a fear of success, a fear of failure, the Confidence Collective is perfect for you. The bonuses you will get my training Money Magnetism. You'll get my training Activate, which is another two-part confidence training that I did. I love. It's gotten a lot of people, a lot of different results. So that's like an extra confidence training. And then you will also be able to get a 60-minute one-on-one call with me, private coaching call. And those bonuses are available until this Sunday. And enrollment closes on Tuesday. So Make up your mind if you want those bonuses, the Confidence Collective. If you're like listening for the first time and you have no idea what I'm talking about, it is my three-week container. It's all about transforming any self-doubt you have, any limiting beliefs into a place where you want to expand your presence. You want to have this deep, deep, juicy self-trust and you want to be able to back yourself and go for the things that you really want in life. You know, I... Created this container when I first started my business. It was one of two that really skyrocketed my business, and it has seen phenomenal results when it comes to personal relationships, relationship with self, uh, money, career, business, health, and fitness. And you're probably like, okay, how does a confidence program do all of that? When you build your self trust, when you get rid of your self doubt, when you are able to back yourself and dissolve your fears. It is incredible what you are able to achieve. And I've seen so much from this program. So the link is in the show notes below. If you want a smaller payment plan, as in the payment are smaller per month, slide into my DMs, just ask because I have that. It's not on the web page. This is something that I've kind of just had out there for a few women that I've spoken to. But as a podcast listener, you definitely can get access to that. You just need to slide into my DMs and sign up. Send me a message on Instagram once you've signed up. We can have a chat. We can organize your one-on-one coaching call if you get in those bonuses. But I'm really excited because this will be the last time that I will be running a round of the Confidence Collective, a live round. So if you want to get, like, if you love the podcast, you love how I speak, I'm resonating with you, imagine being on a Zoom call with me and you get to ask me questions. This is what I, this is like the best way for my podcast listeners that I can explain what it's like to be on a coaching call with me. I am keeping, I'm actually splitting the Confidence Collective into two cohorts um, because of time's Zones, but also I want to keep them really intimate I want to be able to give each woman that enrolls the time and the capacity to make a change I really pride myself in all of my group coaching in any type of container but you know when it comes to group coaching there are other people on that right and I have been part of group coaching where I'm like oh my god this just this is not the vibe. I'm just not, it's not about getting personalized attention, right? That's what one-on-one coaching is for, but it's more being able to feel like you're supported and you have the capacity to be coached and mentored. There's a difference between, you know, getting on a call and just being coached and spoken out as opposed to mentoring. And that's what I love about all my containers. So if you really want to change how you were doing things, your confidence levels, your self-trust levels, you want to go into 2024 and really just, you know, get the ball rolling with who you want to become and who you want to be. Now's the time to start. This is the thing. Now's the time to start. So I wanted to share that now because enrollment is closing. And, you know, as I was saying, I have finalized my product suite for 2024. Yes, the confidence collective is not in. This isn't like a, you know, bro marketing scarcity like get in this round. No, I will not be doing a live round because I I just feel it is time to let this baby go. And yeah, it makes me really, really sad. It was a hard decision for me. Two programs that I've had for the past few years that I am, yeah, not bringing into 2024. But I'm not going to give too much details of what's to come. One other thing is going to be released, I, I believe, maybe in a week or two, which I'm excited about to bring us into the new year. And what else have I been working on? Personal life. I am getting back into a really good gym routine, especially after Europe. You know, I was thinking we ate a lot. We, you know, drank drank a lot. I I wouldn't say that we were like alcoholics and just like drinking every day. But you know, I wasn't gonna say no to a glass of wine or a glass of spritz. But I really I did come back. I th- think, you know, we did a lot of walking and all of that. But I did come back and I was surprised that I didn't feel as like shitty as I have done after a big holiday. And, you know, by the way, this is me saying, especially as an ex-personal trainer, you need to enjoy yourself. You need to have the time of your life and make memories and experiences. I've I've definitely been in a period of my life where I'm like, oh, my God, I, I have to be careful when I'm on a holiday. But I'm just sharing this with you because, yeah, I felt really – have been feeling really good getting back into the gym. I want to – I'm feeling a call to get back into yoga. So if you don't know, I got into yoga when I moved to Bali in 2019, as you do do when you live in Bali. Full yogi, and I was doing it like five days a week. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. And, you know, when I came back to Perth, I did a little bit and, you know, started Pilates, fell in love with Pilates. But I'm feeling a call to do yoga again. So I am just trying because I work out four times a week. Uh, right now my commitment is four, but it's honestly, I'm just trying to see when I want to slot it into my week, maybe make it like a Saturday morning thing. So stay tuned for that. Um, before we get into today's episode, just another life update. I really do want to go over uh, my morning routine and I've been refining that. I feel like my morning routine is something that I'm finding really, really grounding. You don't have to have like a 25,000 step morning routine, And you don't need to do all of the things. This is what I've definitely learned. I think that sometimes we can get this perception of success or starting our day needs to be rooted in like a million different things, a million different journal prompts or whatever it may be. But mine is super simplified. So as I'm waking up, like I'm just getting consciousness, I will grab my AirPods, put them in. As I'm like still half asleep, like my eyes aren't open, and I am cycling at the moment three is it three? Yeah, three different meditations. Three different meditations that have got to do with money and visualization, future self, all of that. If you want those meditations, by the way, um, that I've been doing on YouTube, definitely just come over to IG, slide on in, and I will send you those things. But I've been cycling those and I listen to them when I go to sleep as well. But I find like when I'm waking up, I'm like waking up into consciousness. So I'm more consciously aware, obviously. And I've been doing that. Then I will get up and I will do a form of journaling. My journaling in the morning, honestly, does not surpass like 15 minutes whatsoever, I'll either do a bit of future scripting or I will do a bit of limiting belief work. Sometimes within like the 10-15 minutes, I do both um, just to like get out what's in my mind. And I will also be doing that while I'm having my cacao or while I'm having my coffee. So that's what I've been doing. And then a form of movement, whether that is going to the gym, whether that's going for a walk. Like Tuesdays, I start really early on client calls so I my morning routine has to be a bit more flexible and that's fine but that's honestly that's what I'm using to ground myself and it doesn't take long whatsoever so this is just a reminder that I do believe in some form of morning routine to ground yourself to regulate yourself just set yourself up for success. But I also have now learned over the years, it doesn't need to be 25 steps. You don't need to do everything. And you know, some days I'm like, I don't journal instead, I will EFT tap or I will journal an EFT tap. I I think like grounding yourself and, and building the self-trust, build your intuition. So then you can quite literally ask yourself, what do I need in this morning? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? So I just wanted to put that up there as my little life date. I really refined what I'm doing in the morning to ground myself. But let's get into today's episode. I am going to be going off a post that I made. When did I make it? Four days ago. And it's Lessons from a Recovering Self-Saboteur. So you can go to my Instagram, you can find this, just scroll and you will see it. But it's how many did I put here? six lessons that I've learned from self-sabotaging over the years and I just as I was thinking about what I wanted to record for the podcast this just I wasn't even on my phone or anything I wasn't on my Instagram and my mind just said this talk about this and I when I wrote this post I was really proud because I think that I've put really like so concisely the lessons that I have learned, the lessons that I share with all of my clients and all of my containers, and also, you know, on that is like how to work through that. So, want to go through them today. I want to kind of like just dive a little bit deeper. And if you resonate with any of these, you know, I would highly, highly recommend coming into the Confidence Collective or coming into one of my one on one containers. Also, congratulating all the women that have come into TCC and Voxer and starting Voxer in twenty twenty four. I'm so excited. But let's get into it. So number one is when I self-sabotage, I'm not actually avoiding a threat or something dangerous. I'm unconsciously trying to control the outcome of the unknown. So when we self-sabotage, right, and classic self-sabotage habits is like procrastination, pro- can't speak, procrastination, binge drinking, binge eating, emotionally spending, um, you know, having a meltdown, not being able to regulate Uh, being very self-critical, these types of things, like avoidant behaviors, right? It is, oh, I clicked off it. It's your body is trying to regulate because it thinks when you are trying to do something that it's not used to doing or it's brand new, it believes that it's a threat. It believes that it's dangerous. You have to go back to caveman times and think about like what's embedded in our DNA, like the fight or flight and like our nervous system is like looking for a tiger, and you think back to cavemen times, like looking for a tiger, you start to freak the fuck out. So you do whatever you can to avoid it, right? So very similar to what's happening inside our body. And so one of the lessons that I learn is, it something isn't actually dangerous. You know, when I am trying to complete a goal for my business, when I'm trying to start a new project, when I'm trying to begin a new routine or new rit- ritual, I need to remind myself that I am. Doing every, like I'm procrastinating, I'm not starting up, I'm making up excuses. You know, I'm saying I'm tired, I'm busy, I don't have time or money or whatever because my body unconsciously believes it's a threat or unconsciously believes it's dangerous. And it's really me unconsciously trying to control the outcome of the unknown because our nervous system, our body does not like the unknown. And that, that's pure fact, right? That's, and I know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, if you've done any form of personal development work, you would know this. Like our nervous system, our subconscious mind doesn't like the unknown. So just know that it kind of feels like it's why you have like such a emotional come down when you say you want to work on a new program for your business, and you find yourself scrolling TikTok for an hour, and then you you say, "Okay, I'm gonna watch one episode on Netflix, and then I'll be motivated." And then all of a sudden, the emotional come down as you're feeling guilty, you're feeling shameful, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, and that's because you're you you're starting to realize, like, "Oh, okay, I." I'm really angry at myself or I'm shaming myself because I wanted to do the thing. And now I'm sharing with you this lesson is like, just understand your body doesn't want to do something new. You need to prime it. Repetition is key. One of my, and I've said this many times, I share this with all of my clients. One of my favorite affirmations I use every single day is I am safe. And you can extend that and say like, I am safe too, dot, 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 whatever that is. And it's it's something that has just really helped prime me and really helped calm my nervous system down and find inner peace. Number two, I don't have to wait for something to be perfect before I can begin it or finish it. This is coming from someone who is such a... Was, sorry, was such a big perfectionist. Admittedly, you know, sometimes I see it coming through in the work that I do, but I've really, and I've said this many, many times since 2018 when the podcast started, I created, you know, 1% of messy inspired action for this reason. It is so much better to just take messy inspired action in the moment rather than waiting for it to be absolutely perfect or to finish something and say, okay, it's finally perfect. We I recently did an episode on perfectionism so if you haven't yet listened to it definitely go and listen to it after this one but perfectionism doesn't exist right it's a coping mechanism it's our body trying to regulate again it's all these lessons about self-sabotage it is a form of self-sabotage because something's brand new but like I will always say to you take messy inspired action 1% every single day. And I'm going to share an analogy that I've been sharing for the longest time, but I have not shared in a while on the podcast. I like to say it's like if you were writing a novel and you get to Monday and maybe you've had a really bad weekend and you think this is the day that I was going to start my novel. Now, if you're getting in your head, it's like, I've had a bad weekend, or I'm tired, or I don't have time today, or, you know, I'm not feeling creative, that will flow into the next day, and the next day, and the next day, right? And then it will get to the next Monday. And you say to yourself, why, I wish I just started, like, I'm I'm furious, I'm frustrated, I'm all of the above. I'm overwhelmed because I haven't started this. Now, messy, inspired action just suggests is, okay, get to the Monday. Maybe you've had a bad weekend. Maybe you're feeling shitty. Maybe you're not feeling creative. Just write one sentence. And then the next day, and then the next day, all you need to do 1%, one sentence. And so we get to the end of the week, the seven days, we've got seven sentences. We've got our introduction for this novel. And that is so much better. And yeah, it, of course, it's, it's going to be messy. It might, it might need a lot of refining and a lot of editing, but you have started. And so in the coming Monday, you have got something to work off. And I give that analogy and I created this years ago because I think it's such a great way to look at messy inspired action is like just start, just start somewhere and perfect it along the way. You know, I said on my group coaching a few weeks ago, I went through my Canva from when I first started like what even I think before I started my business and I was just like creating free stuff and whatever creating a brand and website and all of that and oh my god my graphics and the way the things that I was like oh my god this is so good like it looks so good and now I look back and I'm like wow, the, that's fucking terrible. But imagine if I just kept waiting for something to be perfect. Imagine, I would never have put anything else. So you don't have to wait. In fact, don't wait. Listen to the podcast episode that I did on perfectionism. That's going to go into it a lot deeper, but perfectionism doesn't exist. Number three, oh my God, my favorite. Failure equals feedback. And that's a beautiful opportunity for personal growth and expanding beyond my current capabilities. I always say, to any women, client, friends, anyone in my DMs, if you have a fear of failure, flip flip it on its head and instead be productive about it. Because every single time that you fail, you are learning something. It is giving you feedback to become better, to do things in a better way. And I think that is what is going to help you expand your capabilities. Yes, we love success. I've Fucking love sex, sex, success. Can't speak. I fucking love success. (laughs) I sounded like sex, sex. I love success. I oh my goodness, guys. I can't speak. I love success and I love sex. Might need to bleep that out for YouTube. (laughs) I do. I love both of those things. But yes, I fucking love success, but it doesn't teach you as much as failure does. It doesn't. I have failed so much and I have been so successful in so many ways. It I definitely learn a lot more when I'm looking at my failures and what went wrong and the mistakes that I made. And when I have shifted my mindset to adopt that instead, that is when I've created more momentum in my life and my business. That is when I have created more success. So every time that you are failing, have a sad moment for 20 minutes, get angry, get frustrated, yell, scream, whatever it may be. And then just be like, okay, cool. What can I learn from this? What are what are the, what's the biggest feedback I can give myself? What's the reflection piece? If you are getting mentored, like ask your coach, ask your mentor, mentor, and in any capacity, whether it's personal development, business, uh, fitness, like money, whatever it may be, ask for feedback. I think that this is an extension of this point, you know, is being able to ask for feedback and being really reflective of what you are currently doing. Number four. Procrastination provides a fleeting dopamine rush that may seem like progress, but ultimately leads to frustration, disappointment, and overwhelm. So, slightly touched on this in number one, but remember that when you procrastinate, it kind of feels like you're doing something. It gives you a dopamine rush. And when we get a dopamine rush, what happens? We start to feel really, really good. And that's why, like I said, we go then go into the emotional comedown because we're feeling good. And then all of a sudden we realize it's like, it's been seven hours. I've been scrolling on TikTok and I haven't started that work project or, you know, I haven't gone to the gym or whatever. And then we start to progressively feel shitter about ourselves. And so just remember when you are procrastinating, It is something that is trying to regulate your body because it doesn't like whatever you're going to do because it's going to bring you a brand new result. Remember when something is brand new in your body, your subconscious mind, your nervous system, it doesn't like it. That's why procrastination can become such a big problem. I like to, when I tell my clients this, I like to become very consciously aware. Of when I'm procrastinating, so if I am on my phone scrolling on TikTok and I have something to do, I I will quite literally have a conversation with myself, and I'll be like, Jess, what are you doing? Why are you scrolling? What's happening? What are you avoiding right now? And having these open, honest conversations build self trust, you know. And this is something that I speak about inside of the Confidence Collective is when you are having these conversations with yourself, when you are able to be reflective to yourself then you learn more about yourself. You are able to actually progress instead of repeating the exact same cycles of procrastination, of self-sabotage. Number five, when I regulate my emotions and learn how to meet my own needs, I'm able to create more stability and peace in my life. Regulation and meeting your needs, like... This is such an important point. I feel that a part of self-sabotage and when we self-sabotage is because we don't know how to regulate and we don't know how to meet our needs. We, you know, especially as women, we spend a lot of time betraying our own needs to please other people, to love other people, to make sure other people are feeling good, but we're not meeting our own needs. And also when we are struggling to regulate or manage our emotions, we again, that's not meeting our needs. We're going to be all over the place. We're not going to feel stable in our life. We're not going to feel this inner peace. And so then we start to self-sabotage and we stay in these cycles. So I really learned the importance of managing my emotions and regulating myself and, and having pockets of moments throughout my entire day. No matter what day I can, you know, Tuesday was client call day. I was in my Voxer a lot and I had my own coaching calls and it was just a fucking expansive day. Like I was on a high... From the conversations that I was having, it was absolutely fucking amazing, but I still have to regulate myself. I still had to take a pocket of moment in the middle of the day after morning calls and then in the afternoon before my other calls to regulate, to manage my emotions, to make sure that I'm in shit like, okay, I have been coaching and mentoring all day. Like, how am I meeting my needs now? What do I need? Do I need more food? Do I need more water? Do I need to take a nap? Do I need to just sit and do nothing? what is it that I need? And I think that when we start to learn, like get in tune, again, this comes down to the self-trust piece. Like honestly, if you were struggling with any of these things, if you were struggling with self-trust, you need to come into the Confidence Collective because these are the types of conversations that we are going to be having. And I'm so fucking excited to expand on it. But the self-trust piece is everything because it's it, it's when you can have these conversations with yourself and be like, okay, what do I need to regulate? How do I need to meet my needs? Number six, the very last one, committing to myself and instigating change follows my own timeline and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone but myself. I felt like for the longest time that I was on this race that I had created in my mind. I felt like I was on this, this, yeah, race. It's like a track race. And I would look at other businesses, online businesses, other coaches, other people in my life, um, just different people. And it was like, I was always, I put myself up against them to race and to do things at a different pace. And there were many, many times, you know, where it just didn't feel feel good. It didn't feel aligned. It didn't feel like I was authentically being me because I wasn't doing things on my own timeline. I do believe that when you were making a change, you do need to push yourself. You need to, you know, a lot of what we've spoken about today to do with change, you do need to push yourself. You do need to say, all right, like, come on, let's create some momentum. Let's create our own motivation, our own discipline and our own focus. But I think that I spent a long, long time, like years being on other people's timelines, you know, subconsciously most of the time. And so when I decided what my timeline was, when I decided that I can go at my own pace, I can fail and succeed at my own pace, things became a lot easier. I again, trusted myself more. I began to love myself more. I was a lot more kinder to myself. I, you know, granted myself a lot more grace with the things that I did. And I think there needs to be more conversations around being able to be on your own timeline even if you are being mentored by a coach at the moment you don't need to live up to their timeline you don't need to do the things in the way you know I always say get curious ask questions especially when it comes to an investment I encourage all of my clients to always get curious to ask me questions that's how I've grown as a coach like I don't want them to always agree with me. I don't want them to always be like, yep, that makes sense, like yes women. I don't want them to be yes women. I want them to be curious about what they're taking on board and like, you know, how it fits in for them. I think that's one of the most important things and that's what I lacked at the start of, not even the start of my business, but, you know, my early, my, my mid-20s of really diving in deep to my personal development and understanding myself more. And I've learned, and maybe it's because I've hit my 30s now. I'm like, you know what? Fuck everyone else in the most positive way. Like I am on my own timeline and that's okay. But I need to be able to push myself. I I need to be able to gain the momentum for myself. And I think that's important. So all of these points, like I said, you can go to my Instagram profile and you can go, it's a swipe across, it's a carousel. So you can go save that. You can go look at it. But as always, like what I say is you need to take the action. You need to get really consciously aware. And if you are at capacity, invest in a space, whether it's with me or someone else, that can shine the light on your blind spots that is able to actually tell you, hey, uh, okay, you see things this way. Why don't you look at it in this different perspective? Or why don't you try this different framework? Or why don't you try this different strategy? I think that's one of the most important things. But as always, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. If you've loved the podcast, I would love for you to take a screenshot, share it on your story, watching here on YouTube for you to press the subscribe button, leave a five-star review if you're feeling called to, but I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. And I will speak to you slash see YouTube in the next episode. Bye.